0: You're listening to a podcast of Spurious Morality. Hello and welcome to this bonus episode of a podcast of Spurious Morality. We are still talking about The Power of the Doctor. We all really, really enjoyed it and have plenty to say. So we wanted to do this episode where we just talked about Ace a little bit. Obviously, Ace was... Uh, one of the returning characters one of the many returning characters but one of the main returning characters in the power of the doctor so we're going to have a little chat about her uh, i'm johnston and i am joined by jimmy hello i'm joined by mansor hello and uh, it's a big welcome to a podcast of spurious morality to mark it's your first one
1: yes hello nice to be here
0: and it's lovely to have you join us um so we will go straight in. Uh Jimmy and I have already talked about it in the in the main episode this week, but I'd just like to get your, Mark and Mansour, I'd like to get your takes on um, the power of the Doctor. What you thought about it? So, would you like to go first, Mansour?
2: Yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I was, I was sort of comparing it to Day of the Doctor in my head, and I think they. Are very different stories they do different things well i'd say like day of the doctor is a better self-contained version of doctor who the movie that works for a broader range of people but i thought last night's the power of the doctor was had some amazing moments and it was just sort of unashamedly for fans uh which yeah was was nice being a fan so, so yeah, I liked it.
0: Yeah, it, it was excellently fan pleasing, and it it set out to do that and completely succeeded. I think, uh, Mark, what about you? What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I, I just absolutely loved it, and and it it, it really. I, I was expecting, I was kind of optimistic that it was going to be good because um, you know, like a lot of people, I find the Chib- Chibnall era to be kind of uh, a bit of a mixed bag overall, and. Um, I wasn't overly impressed at Easter with the the Legends episodes and so on. So I, I went into this thinking, look, it, it, it will be better than that. They're seeing out an era. They're, they're going to give it their all. And, um, and Tegan and Ace are coming back. And, and that was a very special th- thing for me. And I just thought, like, you know, if nothing else, just them being in it is going to make it something I'll, with high rewatch value for me. Um, but actually, just, just overall, I thought it was... Just about excellent on every level. I mean, there were a few, a few clunky things in it, but I mean, just uh, overall, I've, I've, I just, I just was really, really impressed with it, and I find it very. Um, I was very moved by it. You know, I, th- I thought it was just uh, as, as a. As what felt like it could have been a final episode ever, and I know there's, I know there's sort of mixed opinions on whether that was genuinely the case at one at one stage. I don't, I don't mean ever, but like that the, they were possibly been arrested for a long time. Um, you can see why they threw everything at it in terms of in terms of all those fan pleasing moments, and um, uh, yeah, I'm just just I'm just really it was just really blown away by what we got. Uh,
0: yeah, it was a real success, and it it did set out to be big and over the top and it absolutely, it pulled that off. It pleased the fans. Mm. It gave so many sort of characters, classic Doctor Who characters, uh, the opportunity to come back, even if it was just for a little cameo in a few cases. It it was, it was a great little story. It was a great big story. Mm. Um, So we're, we're here to talk about Ace and, um, obviously she had a particularly big role in the episode Um, as i said in the main episode earlier on i was kind of i wasn't quite sure what we were going to get when they announced that ace was coming back when she was in the trailer along with tegan kind of thought oh is it going to be a little cameo is it going to be a few scenes no they were main characters they they had a big part and a lot to do in the episode and that was great so, uh Jimmy, do you wanna to talk to me a little bit about sort of Ace's role in the episode and what you enjoyed?
3: I think she played such a brilliant part in the episode and like you said, she was a huge part of it. I mean, in the classic series the title sequence was always just the Doctor's Face, and yet here in the new series where you get the all the companion actors' names, she she gets an opening title credit for the first time and same for Tegan and, and They deserve it and it's fitting that they get it and nice to see they finally do. And, yeah, I think she really held the episode together pretty well. She did such a good job of portraying how Ace has changed and yet how she remains the same in other aspects and her dynamic with the Doctor was just brilliant, Um, both with Jodie, getting to meet her and make that connection, and also, of course, with the Seventh Doctor when he gets that brief final discussion with her through the hologram and that that was just the best scene of the episode for me I've I've re-watched the whole story once but I've re-watched that scene about or oh, several times so yeah she she was just intrinsic to the episode and played such a huge part and did so well with it I was really happy to see just how big her part was and just how well she did it
0: yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. Uh, talk to us about Ace Mansour. Uh
2: So, yeah, I think what you said about her being a main character and not a cameo—that was that was great. And also, like Ace has gone, and I think Sophie has said herself that, like, you know, the characterization has been a little bit all over the place in terms of like many of the stories she's appeared in, in terms of regressing back to season twenty-five or doing an adult version or all different iterations in between. This episode was really interesting because some of it on the surface is quite regressive, like she puts the jacket on, she's doing some of the catchphrases, but I thought it was a really nicely pitched performance because it felt like this was an older version of Ace who was kind of making a choice to do that and just having fun recapturing a bit of that 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 memory of her past it didn't feel like it was just regressing her without any explanation or reason it it was yeah a nice combination of those those two I thought so that I thought was really nice and yeah the hologram scene both the hologram scenes with Tegan and Ace that were my highlights because we got the Tegan one first and I was just thinking oh they they have to do the same with ace now like you know it's predictable but like i'd be really upset if they didn't do something similar for her and um, yeah so yeah also a highlight for me
0: yeah i think uh, a lot of people have sort of said that those those hologram scenes were the best bit and they were so perfectly done uh do you want to talk to us a bit about ace mark
1: yeah i mean i, I would agree um with Jimmy and Mansour but both, in terms of in terms of how they approached this, in this, I thought it was really well judged. Um, there was that sense of her having developed and and matured, and and um, I, th- I think a key moment for me, the, the, the holograph scene, the, ho- the yeah the hologram scene, um, was great. And I, I, but actually a more, I think the moment that touched me more deeply in the episode was um, you know, that scene when she's up on the roof and about to step off. <clears throat> and um she has the parachute and, and it and she just she's just trying to talk herself into it and saying you know this used to be so much easier and um it, it's that it's that thing of the old ace is still in there you know but she she's got to a point you know she, she's aged three decades and and she she's gone through all those things in life that remind you that you're not indestructible and 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 you know there's there's th- there's sort of themes of mortality and, and, and uh, frailty and human, you know, human fallibility in that. And and I think she nevertheless kind of wills herself to step off. And I think, I think at that moment, she kind of, she just takes a leap of faith back into her old self, knowing that, that it's a, it's just a sort of, um, well, either a, a, either a suicide run or, or or, or what will be a kind of a last, you know, Potentially a last adventure sort of thing, but she, she's stepping back in there from a position of somebody that's, you know, grown up and and um, confronted sort of real world problems and challenges in her life and stuff. And I, I don't know, there was just something about that particular moment um, that really that really just uh, moved me more so than the than the hologram scene. Where it came to the 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 hologram scenes, it was it was. Segan and the fifth doctor hit, hit me in the fields much more I, I'll admit I'm, I'm much more you know like the Davison ear was my he was my childhood doctor you know um well I suppose I suppose all the 80s doctors were my childhood doctor but um anyway I'm, I'm kind of drifting off the point yeah I, I just thought is yes, in this episode was I was it was kind of funny when when she was first introduced there in the museum um she just hit the ground running again in a way we were, you know because like sophia aldrin's been off the tv for quite a long time i mean she's done voice work and all sorts of things but just the confidence with which she just stepped straight back into that role and the first we exchanged there with the um uh, you know the curator and everything was um was just really uh quite special just just you, you just sensed instantly. yeah she's got this um just even performance wise it was, it was just spot on from the word go and uh yeah, it was really, really something special.
0: Yeah, definitely, there was a real sort of immediate sense of, oh yeah, she's still Ace. She's still the character that will yeah. grab a baseball bat and take on a Dalek attack squad, which is exactly what she does later on. Um, and it, it, yeah, just absolutely nailed it from the first moment she appeared on screen. It was fantastic. Mm. Um. So we'll move on um, and guess the next question that I'm going to put to you all really is um, what are some of Ace's highlights? What are some of the best Ace stories that are already out there? This can be anything. This can be TV, Doctor Who. It can be Big Finish. It can be books. It can be comics. Um, just, just give us an idea of what some of your favourite Ace stories are. So Jimmy, you go first.
3: Well, when I was preparing to do this episode, I looked back through a list of all of Ace's stories and I thought, I'm just going to pick the absolute best ones to mention. I don't want to talk about everything. We've got to narrow this focus down. And even cutting as harshly as I could, I ended up with a list of over 25 stories. And I think that speaks to how great a character Ace is and how well she's often handled. I mean, some stories don't handle her so well, but look how many do. I mean, I've got this giant list of stories and there's no way I'll be able to mention them all. And in all of them, she's brilliant. And so, I mean, obviously starting with TV, the real highlights are Remembrance was such a great first full story for her as a companion. And I loved the introduction of the Countermeasures team and I loved their um, initial audio series as well. And that also brings me to one of the audios that it was a highlight. Would be the the assassination games where they reunited Seven and Ace with countermeasures and sort of retroactively did a backdoor pilot for it. And that was a brilliant story for both her and for them. And obviously, the other story on TV that is the big one is the Curse of Fenric. I just absolutely love that story, especially since the special edition came out. It really improved what was already probably the best Seventh Doctor story on TV and made it even better. And Ace's whole relationship and dynamic with her family and her mum and the Doctor and Fenric, it's just such a powerful story and Ace's character arc through it is amazing and it's absolutely heartbreaking at the end when the Doctor basically is like, kill her, I don't really care about her and totally breaks her faith and breaks her heart. and that's obviously, yeah, terrible to witness and really sad, but the fact that they managed to rebuild their relationship after that and that she keeps on traveling with him is incredible. And I think it really speaks to how great their dynamic is. Um, as to the audios, I, I love lots of her solo audios, definitely. But for me, where she really shines in the audios is when Hex comes in and he is a brilliant companion in his own right. And Um, It really shows just how good their dynamic is that when you add someone new, it didn't ruin the dynamic and it didn't really alter things between the Doctor and Ace, but it added this whole new side to things where Ace was basically like Hex's Doctor and he was like her companion more than the Doctor himself's. And so, um, yeah, I love the dynamic between the three of them and they have so many good stories, so many great Story arcs and it ties into so much of what went before, and I don't want to name practically every story, which is what I would be doing. But to pick the absolute best, I've got to go for a death in the family, and that story did well by all of its characters and brought back Evelyn, gave her the relationship with Hex, but Ace was the absolute highlight. There were so many good lines and so many good bits in that story. I mean right from the start where the doctor, the younger doctor dies and the older doctor's still there. And the dynamic between her and the older doctor is electrifying. It is, it's, you can feel every bit of the change and it's like the doctor says, I'll miss you. You know, I already have. And you get the sense that who knows how much later it is for him, decades, centuries. And he still remembers her fondly and he still has all these regrets and wishes that he'd done things differently. And it's so bittersweet and how she is so happy about, oh, it's the only life I've ever wanted, and how he's so depressed that it's the only life you ever had. That that whole, every scene between her and the Doctor in the story is powerful. And then she gets to basically be a Doctor on her own again. She gets her own companion. She gets her own relationship with Henry. She brings the Doctor back to life, and she gets to be that burpy noon in the future the story that she wrote about herself and it just shows so much character development. I absolutely love that story. There's so many stories I love with Ace, but that one is definitely the number one. But just to quickly mention a couple of my other favourites, I think The Fearmonger was a great introduction for Ace on audio, the first time she reunited with Seven and that was brilliant. The Harvest, Hex's introduction, another great one for that team and Highly recommended for anyone who hasn't tried Ace yet on Big Finish. That's the story I'd go with first. It's just such a brilliant introduction to the team and such a brilliant return for her. And lastly, I'd say also Enemy of the Daleks. It's a really powerful and really dark Dalek story with some really great moments and Ace is on fire through it. The music is amazing and very different from what Doctor Who usually does and the seventh Doctor is at his darkest and most powerful.
0: And so, yeah, those are the highlights for me. Some incredibly strong stories in there. Absolutely. And I think, you know, what you were saying about the curse of Fenric and how that's kind of the defining moment for Ace's storyline uh, on TV, certainly. Yeah, it's it's incredibly powerful viewing. Uh, Mansour, what about you? Some Ace highlights?
2: Uh, well, everything on TV, like I think especially season 26, which is the season that they have done a, uh, a Blu-ray for, so if you wanted to get to know the original version of Ace on TV, I would say get a copy of season 26. Uh, and on Big Finish, completely agree with the stuff about Hex for the dynamic that it introduces and then also it just being a really, really strong run of stories towards the end. Um, the fearmonger is a is definitely a good one, and it's it's one of those stories that's was science fiction at the time, looking into the future, but uh, is unfortunately a little bit familiar in terms of the way things have gone in the last ten years or so. Uh, and what else? Uh, in books, I guess there's a load of um, stuff in the New Adventures novels that's worth looking into. Her original exit which was Love and War uh, has actually been adapted by Big Finish and is a really really strong uh, adaptation so I'd suggest looking at that if you can't find the book um, or just even if you can because it is a a great adaptation. There's a little um, narration of the prologue at the start that uh, Sophie reads and uh, she's got a really great reading voice for audiobooks and it comes across in that that little prologue um, just the way that she she gets it across and yeah just a really strong story and yeah and there's probably loads of others but I I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that because I think I've covered TV audio and books oh comics um, yeah if you if you're into comics I would track down the run of stories that ends in Ground Zero and uh, that's another little arc that has a quite big moment
0: for Ace. Excellent stuff. Yeah, um, I was going to mention Love and War myself. its I've never read the book. It's its very, very high on the to-do list. But the, uh, the adaptation, the audio, it's great. And I think even though it's Benny's introduction story, it's very much Ace-centric. It's very much an Ace story uh, yeah. that Benny just happens to turn up in. Um, yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. Really, really good listening, and I, I'm going to get to that book as soon as possible. Uh, Mark, anything, any other Ace Adventures you'd like to mention?
1: I, th- I think um, so. Jimmy and Manter have, have covered, you know, each one that they mentioned there. I was going, yep, I was going to mention that. I was going to mention that, and and I th- I think they've covered them so th- all the best things so thoroughly that I'm I'm not sure I've I've anywhere left to go with it other than to say um i agree i agree with so much of that but but also um just in terms of the new adventures and i, I need to go back and and reacquaint myself because it's been years since i read those but i mean yeah love and war and um oh goodness basically anytime paul cornell or uh, kate orman writes for any of those characters um it's really really good stuff so something like set piece which i don't think was mentioned there um which is like her her second exit, I guess. I guess, and then um, uh, it, on the big finish f- front, um, I, I absolutely agree about the the hex and Ace dynamic being really special, and um, a story like Night Thoughts, which was um, something that that supposedly was was actually written in nineteen eighty nine for for potential transmission, um, and never got used, and then got readapted. So, so it's got this foot in two camps where you, you can absolutely feel it, its connection to the season 26ness you know and and at the same time you know they adapted to have hex in, and it's it's this really strange dark mood piece you know and um ace's voice isn't maybe, maybe necessarily the strongest one i think i think it's just like it's such a strong piece for this the seventh doctor but but um you know himself but uh yeah, just, just the, when, when I think of Hex and, and Ace and, and um, obviously a death in the family and stuff like that, incredible. But um, I just wanted to mention that one as well because it just sort of came to mind as, as something that just had real atmosphere and where the dynamic between the three of them was, was something quite, um, yeah, quite unique really in in in, in the audios and, and just the overall sort of Doctor Who landscape. So, um, yeah, no, I think... Um, she's had a ton of a ton of great stories um a lot of mediocre ones too but um but yeah i think a lot of the standout ones have already been mentioned yeah anything in tw- season 26 is is really peak ace really isn't it so incredible stuff there
0: yeah thoroughly brilliant stuff um there is one more i've just got to mention because it's It's an oddity, it's a bit controversial with some people, but it is one of my personal favourite from the monthly range at Big Finish uh, and that is The Rapture. Um, It's all of a sudden Ace has a long lost brother that she never knew about or we never knew about and it it was going to completely change Ace's character, it was going to take Ace's character in a whole new direction and then we never heard from him again ever. Um, It's kind of a It's a relatively early Big Finish oddity where they were quite clearly going to take the character in one direction, but then Hex came along and they kind of adjusted what they were doing. But I I do think that in that little run of sort of cold it's and the rapture, I think there was some interesting stuff going on there, and it was perhaps a storyline that never got taken through to its sort of conclusion. But I, I did like where it was going, and I do like the rapture as a story. It's it's nice and different. Um, they were both great ones. They were in my short list, so I'm glad you mentioned them. Oh, they're, they're absolutely excellent. I, I mean, I think Ace was perhaps the character that Big Finish did best first. Uh, you mentioned the Fearmonger before, and that's again incredibly good and it's the first seventh thoughts an ace story big finish ever did and it's absolutely brilliant well that is all we have time for but uh it's been it's been great to talk about ace it's been great to see ace back on the telly uh, so I shall say thank you and goodbye to you Jimmy thanks always great to discuss ace she's the best she's ace <laughs> she's ace uh thank you and goodbye Mansour thanks and thank you and goodbye, Mark.
1: Thank you. Have enjoyed it.
0: And we'll be back for more podcasting in the very near future. Goodbye now.